And then I, I think I, I walked off that green and I was like, that put a charge in me. We're ready to go now. We're ready to go. And then I didn't par <laughs> hole the rest of the way. <laughs> yeah. The whole yeah, right we were after in the that. parking lot. We were in the parking lot. I was like, Jason, what what hole did you say you got a charge put in you? Because I think that made a bad thing. That last par. That's what did it. What we do here is go back, 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 back. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Wheel Route Podcast. This is my legitimate conversation amongst friends and lovers to talk about college football and lifestyle. You can find us on the internet at www.thewheelroute.com. We are at The Wheel Route on Twitter. Wheelroutepodcast at gmail.com is the email address. And you can get the show, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Pod Center, Stitcher, et cetera, et cetera. We're out there. Um, my name is Logan Whitehouse. I'm on Twitter at Logan on the Dawn. I'm coming to you guys from Stewart, Florida, uh, where it has been hot. Just hot. It's been hot and muggy this week, which has been kind of strange. A lot of rain. Grass is perking up. Scoring conditions are through the roof. So, uh, yeah, other, other than that, uh, we are staring down the barrel. T-minus, what, six days till Christmas? Six sleeps till Christmas, I think six, I saw. Uh, six sleeps till Christmas. Love it. Uh, but, yeah, go Gators. What's going on? Who else is here? My name is Jordan Shank. I am in Harrisonburg, Virginia, where we had a, a nice, mild gray day yesterday and then the wind rolled through and uh the cold is back just in time for it to warm up again for christmas i think i think we're gonna have christmas in the 50s well you know subject to change of course um i'm on twitter.com at shank jordan where i've been enjoying a lot of overreactions to uh one tiger charlie woods pairing this weekend i like I got sucked in. I watched their entire like twelve or thirteen birdies in a row this afternoon. It was Listen, the content. The content is incredible. It is. Yeah. It is. It is very wholesome content. It's, yeah, consume. it's just so difficult to like figure out where the appropriate balance is of like. Yes. Okay, let's just like let's let's tap the brakes here. But this is also really cool, and we should acknowledge mm-hmm. that it's really cool too. Two things can be true. Yeah, I've never tried to back people off of loving something too much right so yeah you know i i don't I, i'm not here to be the fun police so no, no you definitely jordan you brought a smile to my eye a face and eyes and everything with that with that i love that I well love no that. i think i'm with you though oh i think i'm more willing to jump on that train because there's a 12 year old boy involved sure like and Crazy. it's it's, it's got to be weird to like grow up in these conditions and i fear that we may be yeah. uh doing young charlie more harm potentially than good right yeah no i mean it definitely swings past like this is really cool and they're clearly related and everybody like loves tiger because he's the most uh recognizable person in the world to like he is the second coming and the best golfer we've ever seen it's like all right i mean maybe but like also just relax yeah we can, we can just enjoy this for being like kind of a cool moment and, and move on Nelly Corda getting an autograph was absolutely delightful as well. I mean, a, a photo with a Tiger photo, yesterday. Yeah. That yeah. was that was delightful as well. A lot of, I think somebody, it might have been, no, it wasn't. Um, some member of the golf media tweeted about like the the PNC Championship where this happens every year is super underrated as an event. Sure. Because it's like 
there's like good golf being played. The course is set up a lot easier than normal courses are. And so you get to sure. watch like people having fun and usually with family members and just firing at flags. It's great. Indeed. Indeed. Whose voice is that? <clears throat> My name is Jason Craig. $5 fine. $5 fine for turning the voice in the mic. <laughs> Put it in the tip jar, please. Uh, my name is Jason Crick. I'm also in the friendly city of Harrisonburg, where it was a nice day. I actually didn't spend most of today in the friendly city. I was uh, over the mountain in Charlottesville for most of the day today. Oh, go who's? Went over, uh, had some Are you joining rooms. Tony Elliott's staff? Or are we allowed to report that? I, uh, that's, that's not for public disclosure yet. Sure, sure, sure. Um, Assist, assistant Dean of Social Media Recruitment Activities Development and, uh, and Supreme Viceroy. Let me, uh, just, let me just Mad Lib together a title. It's fine. Right. Oh, Billy Napier's got you covered. I got plenty of titles. Yeah, exactly. you, um, yeah I got some dumplings. Had to hit oh, yes. both Marco and Luca. <laughs> um, then uh, oh, I, went and saw, I went and saw this new Spider-Man with some people at Alamo Draft House. Mm -hmm. Come to Harrisonburg, please. Um yeah, got back this evening. Just a just a wholesome day. Yeah, new Spider Man. New Spider Man is very good. Enjoyed it a lot. Is it like very good in that it's like a good Spider Man movie, or is it just like like a big awesome movie, or is it both? I'm I'm just curious. Uh, I think it I think it has like some very like small human parts, and it's got some very cool like like couldn't do this anywhere else except the Marvel universe parts. Okay, gotcha. So I think it's got a good mix. Sweet, sweet, love that. Seems to be hot in the streets these days. A lot of people, a lot of people are are going on about this Spider Man. So, this so called Spider Man, this Bill Spider Man. Who is, who is this Spider Man? All right. Uh, well, what are you guys drinking tonight? Uh, I've got some more of the uh, fancy Ascenza bubbly waters tonight. Mm. Tangerine wild strawberry, I believe is. is Tom Brady would never. <clears throat> right. Uh, I thought I was down to your last fancy papers, but it turns out I have like three left. Oh, so making a dent in the fancy papers. Love that. Love that. I uh, am rocking with the Ranch Riders, uh, Ranch Rider tequila soda right now. So go team. Um, all right, cool. Hey, good to see you guys. Uh, you know, happy December. Things are going well. Congratulations are in order to one I was gonna say. Jordan Shank, executive producer of the podcast. So yeah, here's, you know, we'll, we'll lift one up for, uh, for Jordan. First sub 80, legitimate sub 80 round of the career of the three of us. Uh, yeah. So shout out to you. Yeah. So, 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 so you were going to do a 45 minute uh, hole by hole walkthrough on this. <laughs> we'll on do this a film career. room. Can we, yeah. can we do a film room? Of, uh, Get DJ Pi to cut, cut some <laughs> clips together and we'll, we'll do a film room session. I have a GoPro. I'll ship it up there. We yeah. just keep it on yeah. at all times. But no, that's awesome. Congrats. Um, how, I mean, how was there any lemon booty situation arising down the stretch there? Internally, absolutely. Well, yeah, like, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I was texting a buddy of mine, like I was uh <laughs> I was four over through thirteen. We started on the back nine, which was yeah, I think really helpful. First of all, yeah, closet oh. closet MVP of this round was the pro shop attendant that walked out our tea time was at eleven eighteen and he walked out at eleven fifteen and there were two foursomes on the tea box and he was like, Hey, why don't y'all just go start on 10, like, right now? And we were like, okay, sounds great. And I think that had a bigger effect than I think uh, you would you would normally get from such a move. Oh, okay. yeah. It had it had multiple, yeah. I think, pros in terms of, like, one, we I never told waited. Jason, before we teed off, like, I'm only hitting four drivers today. 
They're yes. going to be hit on 1, 2, 16, and 18. What, was that Jason's rule as well? Was Jason following? Yeah, I did Jason that. tailed oh, okay. me on that. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. I, I, Jordan brought it up and I was like, yeah, that sounds good. And I did it. Yeah. That sounds one, like a two, smart thing to do. 16 and 18, you say? Yep. Yeah, so it's the, the up okay. and back on one and two. Yes. Right. Yeah, plenty naturally. of room to yes. miss. <laughs> and then 16 and 18 are the par fives on the back. Okay. And the oh, only par right. five on the front, it's not really beneficial to hit driver. Right, right, because you end up in the swale hiking like we did. Yeah, yep. yes, right, right. Yeah, right. so I think, like, him starting us off on 10 meant that our driver holes were going to be really close together because we would go 16, 17, 18, 1, 2. Oh, right. And you were going to be able to take four drivers and five holes. Before you had to hit drivers, too. Yeah, so nice. I got to start off with a nice... You know, confidence. That's, that's the Florida club. That's the Florida club approach. Four right iron on like ten four holes. and go from there. Um, but yeah, four over through thirteen, and at that point, I was like, I, "It's like it's going to happen." And then I bogeyed uh, fourteen, fifteen, and sixteen. Oh and no! <laughs> I like, yeah. and then so I'm I'm at seven over going into the last two, and our seventeenth hole of the day was the was eight, which is the par three with the big pond on the left. And I have right. found that pond so many times in my life. Just that was the like, one I hit like the low stinger that somehow like skidded into the green. Right? Yeah, really yeah. Weird. So I like okay. I I hit a thin eight iron. We called those of flighted shots <laughs> yesterday. We, we had an entire day of flighted irons, which was we caught it two and a half grooves low and just like <laughs> yeah, flighted irons. Hissed, hissed through the air, got got over the water, got on the green, two putt par, and uh, once like. Once my tee shot on nine found the fairway, that's when I was like, okay, I like it was done. I feel feel better about this. But love it. Yeah. Well, congrats. Way to, way to bring her home. All right. I, 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 I broke the seal you. and you you guys are close behind, I'm sure. Can't wait. Can't wait. Um you guys will, will be happy to know that I have really dug deep into the backyard practice area this weekend. Good. So um things are going things are going well. It's nice. It's it's really fun. Um to be able to hit balls into a net, uh, focus on making good contact and not necessarily on like aiming so much. So, I mean, like, obviously, you know, there's some things to tease out down the line, but uh, we're, we're getting there. So uh, the little launch monitor, the little pocket launch monitor is nice too. Yeah. Good touch. It's a great touch. So, yeah. Are, I'm interested. Are you like, are you documenting your numbers through this journey? Like, so it saves every shot you hit. Okay. Like you can cycle back through. Not that I mean not. Is it like does it attach to an app? Is that? Uh no. This okay. is pretty pretty minimal as far as like user interface goes. Sure. But um, it does uh, it does save like all the shots you hit. I don't know if it's just in like per time you've turned it on, it'll save, or if it just saves everything for forever. I think it saves for a while. So um, yeah. So that's interesting. Like I said, I think some of the longer reaching clubs, it starts to, I mean, I think some of the lower launching clubs, I should say, like it doesn't pick the ball up quite as fast. So I think you maybe lose a little bit of uh, how far you think you're hitting it. That or I hit my driver 208 yards a lot, which I don't, I, I, I don't, I don't hit it that far, but I think I hit it farther than that. Uh, yeah. You pretty, do. pretty routinely. So um, yeah. So sometimes You'll hit. You'll like kind of tag one and be like, eh, I just don't think it saw the ball come come off. But all the irons seem to be. If it's off, I think it's like reliably off. So I'm excited to kind of see how things how things go. Um, but yeah, no, it's been well, good it's been for you. Fun. Just getting a rip driver in the backyard. Oh, dude, yeah, it's been. <laughs> I got like a, I, I have to move the net around because the weedy nature of my soil in the backyard is kind of like 
root up uproots pretty easily. So, you know, you know, I'm a high torque, I'm a high torque, high speed. Well, yeah, player, you, so you I, can look I at it in. as a functional thing, like you're aerating your yard. Bingo. As you, like, Thank you, Jordan. Stakes around. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Occasionally the, uh, the, the intern will join me in the backyard and hang out and, uh, I'll have her call out yardages and try to hit them on the number, which is actually kind of fun. It's like horse. Right, <laughs> so it's good. Good for training the, um, training the muscle memory, but yeah, yeah. enjoying ourselves. Uh, Jason, you played okay. I played uh, thirteen holes of really good golf. Like I think, yeah. I think at th- after thirteen, which was, well, I no, I guess it was. I don't remember. Hold on a second. So nine, <laughs> 10, 11, 12. Fans 13. are loving this. The fans are definitely loving this. Yeah. I so okay. So after after thirteen, which is the the short par four, um, it doesn't matter. After the par three off the cliff. Um, I was feeling pretty good about myself. I I just two putted for bogey, but I was still feeling good. And I think I was only like two or three shots behind Jordan at that point, and then I just detonated. Got it. Um, over the course you. of the day, I like listen. You know, I love my sixty degree flop shot, and I'm actually like half decent with it. Yeah, um, I've seen you. I've seen you make some magic with that. Yeah, he did just, on the first thirteen. Yeah, I did. Yeah, uh, fully <laughs> bladed two sixty degree flop shots. So like needed the full fifty six back to the green, um, yeah. No, like, like drilled a drilled a sixty degree flop shot like sixty yards on a line that um, went about ten yards northwest of my head. Yeah, would not like, have uh, <laughs> would have been painful had I yeah. And um, so like that happened, and then I like it's like Jordan. That was like the one you hit when we were playing up in. Uh, Ford St. Lucie, you yeah. just like bladed a wedge so bad. It was like going right at this apartment complex and like this random branch was just hanging down and George just <laughs> blasts this branch. It was, I mean, that thing was getting out of town in a hurry. Love That's it. the dream. Yeah. So, so you've seen this shot before. And oh, I've, oh, I've hit this shot before, Jason. Come on. I yeah. clubbed a four iron on the Garber Church Road one time on the port for no reason. Uh, so. You hit that thing pure as hell. Just so yeah. we're Yes. Anyhow. All right. Cool. Um, well. So bladed two of those uh, full like swipe sliced a five iron off the world on the par five and it just spiraled from there i finished uh i believe i finished bogey four doubles bogey yeah okay yeah that's a tough finish yeah i played i played my last six holes in 10 over i believe yeah 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 yeah. well that i mean hey sometimes it do be like that at times sometimes it do be like that it just it went (laughs) away jordan person i think i just transferred all of my like composure to jordan that's good I got to get my grant notifications like turned back on. I must have turned them off. Like I'll open the app occasionally and see people are playing and be like, oh, that's nice. But I need to get, yeah, I, need be, I need to be notified about more things here. So um, I'll get it. I'll get but it. But I think like, I, I think I told you, I put in the group text, like when I, I was like puring irons for the first 13 holes, like everything was center of the club face and it felt delightful and I could not putt to save my life. <laughs> I had like, four or five birdie putts from inside of 20 feet and didn't sniff the hole on a single one and rode that magic magic as long as I could. And then it was gone. So, Hey, but Hey, the irons are coming along. I'm feeling good. We're loving what we're seeing. Same, same over here. Same over here. Team Callaway. Callaway. That's right. He's doing it. Uh, yeah. All right. Cool. Well, th- thank you for bearing with us, listeners, during during it's what we know. It's very extremely want, so. personal golf breakdown hour. Yeah. Uh, let's get to some other news and notes here. Unless you guys got anything else you wanted to touch on, Jason, the Dukes. It was a it was a weekend for the for the record books here for the Dukes. But uh, the final the final FCS 
weekend for the Dukes. Was it? Yeah. Officially breaking news. Well, no, we were not. Regardless of what happens with next year, we would not have been eligible for the FCS playoffs anyways. So. Oh, okay, gotcha. I no, guess that's part of the part of the transition deal. Um, ah. So yeah, that was that was the last weekend. I uh, went up and took on North Dakota State in a game that I think was likely far and away the best two teams in the country. Um, it seemed that way. I actually went to bed at halftime because it did, was not looking good in the first half there. The no. Dukes were thoroughly outmatched in the first half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, they came out. They smacked us in the mouth pretty good. Um, yeah. And then we reeled off 14 straight in the third quarter and took the lead back and then just had a couple things not go our way in the fourth. And, yeah, that's what it is. North Dakota State's a really good team, and they're playing at home. And that, you know. There's several things unfortunate about that, but um, I mean, there's no shame. Like North Dakota State has, and the biggest thing in the first half, North Dakota State has like power five level beef. Like their their offensive line, defensive line are every bit of like the middle of the ACC in the Pac-12. Right. Um, And they just they just out physical us in the first half, and yeah, we kind of got our footing in the second half. But it's it's tough going down two scores to North Dakota State feels like going down. 21, 28 points against most teams just because they got a real pack up. line defense situation. Yeah, an they got that. Lead they got that like thickness. An 18 point lead. <laughs> right. And so, um, yeah, uh, the, the game clinching interception, I don't know if you've seen it yet, was amazing. Oh, uh, it like, was nuts. Res- respect to that guy. Like our quarterback, our quarterback was kind of getting chased around like he was most of the night and um, just, I think, tried to like get rid of it and only give his wide receiver a chance. And there was a little bit of a push off on the defensive backs part, but not enough that I would say you need to call that in that situation. And he jumped so high, uh, <laughs> I think with the help of a little bit of the push off and picked the pass off one handed. And wow. it was like if you stab one handed too. A, a, a classic just salute to you play just right there. Yeah. And yeah. So, salute. Yeah. I mean, it, it is what I wish. I wish the two teams had met in Frisco. Um, part of me feels like the outcome might have been different. Part of me feels like, you know, screw it. I can say this now. It's preposterous that Sam Houston got the number one seed. It's just lazy. Um, yeah. So I was going to ask when you said that. So who determines the at least the seeds that matter, the top four seeds or the, the top eight the seeds FCS, or whatever? The FCS selection committee. So there's a committee. Okay. All right. So they have a committee too that determines the seeding like that. Got it. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah maybe uh, you know these committees. It's uh. It's more worth mentioning. Sam Houston got Sam Houston State got blasted in the quarterfinals. So, yeah, yeah. Well, and team, and like listeners an of this podcast team? will remember that I had to sweat them out in a <laughs> in a massive parlay I had. Not in the, stakes that was wise, in the second round. Wise. That was the round before. Yeah, and that was that was not even the quarterfinals. Yeah. So, this was no. not an anomaly that they were. They haven't they haven't been struggling the in the playoffs. They weren't. They were not good. Longer left. They were. They were maybe a top 10 team but no better than that and they still got the one seed and that's down and they just because they were undefeated they so they won the title in the spring when everything was chaos and we just threw together playoffs and because everybody's lazy they just stayed number one as they beat up on the little sisters of the poor and Mm, i love this yeah that is yeah right so all right well i mean the dukes they did well yes Um, i think four Four semifinal trips in five years. Nothing, nothing to get upset about. Yep. It is what it is. Yeah, I mean, it does suck. If, I mean, make the semifinals is great. You just have a really, really good chance of facing North Dakota State in either yep. the semifinals or the finals, and they 
tend to be a bit of an immovable object at most times. I mean, but the Dukes play them tough. It's not like they get blown out no. all the so time. We, in, I mean, they, they've won a game and they've lost yeah. a bunch of close games. And I mean, that's all you can ask for in like one score games. Typically yeah. half of them go your way. They just, you know, like you said, Jason, I mean, this is, I mean, I saw, I saw, you know, Florida stick with Alabama earlier this year, right? It's the same thing. You spot a team that's so good, like a big lead, and then you play with them for the whole game, and you're like, oh, wow, look, we, we are as good as they are, minus still like, spotted this whole a, a shell-shocked 10-minute effort at the first half that let them score twice, and that's not good, right? Yep. So, But, oh. hey, that's the difference. Oh, yeah, I mean, uh, so we, we played North Dakota State five times. One was back in 2011, which was kind of before JMU football really that's changed. Probably when Carson Wentz was uh, first playing there, right? Uh, I forget if he was one we faced. Might have been. I don't know. That's that was really long time. Ago. Ago. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but so the last four times we played them, yeah, we beat them at their place and then played three games, all of which were decided on the final play of the game. Yeah, so there you go. Yeah. Well, it's always good, Dukes. You know, you know what it is. That's Special right. Sunbelt team, favorite Sunbelt team of the pod moving forward. Yep. Um, with apologies to Louisiana. Sorry. Guys, can't really care for that much longer. Gonna have to gonna have to wrap that up pretty soon. So uh all right. Um Jordan, how's the gambling going? Tell me how tell me how fun it is. You you having a great time? Yeah, still having fun, still having responsible amounts of fun. Um the, the Cardinals cost me some money today, but ah. uh you know, it'd be like are you that. still are you still blacked out, Logan? Yeah, no, I don't think it's coming back anytime soon. Yeah. God knows it's going to be down for a while might have to drive my happy ass down to the seminal hard rock and place live bets like a sh- like a schmuck emily so. i have a lunch meeting at the this is really hard yeah, rock really place. really concern your soon-to-be baby mama i gotta go gamble for a few hours it's just i got a, I got a couple there's some tasty boosts that i wanted to get on jimmy butler to score 30 plus and the heat to win you know i got plus 1100 odds it's too I, good i'm to meeting up, a potential so. client at the seminal hard rock for uh business dev lunch I can expense it. It's fine. And I'm oh getting paid God. for the mileage because it's worth it. So it's- yes. Oh, gosh. That is the dream situation right there. Um, yeah, no, we're still we're still down, Jason. So I, I have a feeling we'll be down for a little bit unless they reach another uh, some sort of agreement. Like I was saying previously, I think long term, like years, years long term, it's probably for the best because it doesn't yes. lock it doesn't lock in Seminole Hard Rock as being the only uh, the, the the monopoly on. Uh, sports gambling within the state apps wise, but I think they just have to work some stuff out. Uh, but getting some more competition in is never a bad thing. You know, I say this as proud, proud capitalist, you know, let's, uh, let's price this down, get some competitive line. Love the marketplace of ideas. That's right? right. That's right. That's right. Adam Smith is out here getting, getting uncle Logan to <clears throat> drop a dime spot on Nikolai Davidenko to win in like a master's tennis event or something like that. So, you know, can't wait. All right. Um, what else happened this week? We got some coaching stuff to catch up on, right? Sure. I, I Jor- Jordan, Jordan, you're a little more plugged in on the UVA beat than I am. Um, how is the, the initial Tony Elliott? Uh, what are the vibes like? Bring us up to date on the vibes. Yeah. So, uh, Tony Elliott was officially introduced uh, at the beginning of this week, I believe, this previous right. week, anyhow, uh, Monday the thirteenth, if I'm if I'm recollecting correctly. Um, okay. I think he did and said all the right things at the press conference, like no cause for concern, 
good job. Did did what needed to be done there. Um, I I personally was kind of a little like disappointed, and I don't I don't want to come off as like football hardo guy or having unrealistic expectations for UVA football, um, which is certainly possible. But there was a lot of like we are developing young men in this program talk. And I kind of wish there would have been more like actual football specific talk. Um, But I get that, you know, the, the, the audience for that press conference is not just knuckleheads like me. Um, So, so yeah, we'll see. Napier's big, Napier's big into the development of young men as well. Yeah. He really, really, a real, really liked to hammer on those points. So, So, um, yeah. And I was also a little disappointed that there wasn't more discussion at the press conference or in the days following about the building of his staff. Um, Mm -hmm. it still seems very vague and, uh, kept close to the vest. Um, he did hire the artist who is probably most famously known as Brent Venables' ex-get-back uh, coach as the strength and conditioning director. Um, so he... All right. So, so he's well-versed in the in the craft, yeah, the so, dark arts. So we got an elite uh, strength and conditioning character at the helm there. Um, but other that. than that, like, no, no real... Uh, leaks or anything in terms of who he may be targeting for certain positions. I think uh, there there will be a chance for most of the current staff to kind of audition or uh-huh. or make themselves available to be retained if they so choose. Uh, that will not include one Dr. Bob Robert and I, who yeah. apparently tendered his resignation uh a few days ago um to who to bronco or to uh, probably to carla or uh, or to bronco if, the boss if he was if, i guess it. he's still technically We're just saying like who do you quit to when you're like the lame duck coaching staff like i quit to you <laughs> like i'm just not and you but... and you i'm quitting all you guys <laughs> yeah um yeah what? just strange Any, vibes there there okay. were rumors that he was like instigating like actively telling kids like yeah you should hit the portal like hmm. and and so some some of Tough UVA one. Twitter who have been a bit anxious about the volume of players in the portal um, ha- seem to have painted seem to have painted him as the uh, kind of the, the the boogeyman. Yeah, the boogeyman. That's a fair word to use. Yeah. No, yeah, there, I saw there's been a fair amount of intimating that someone, there's a rat, there's a rat in the cellar, right? And uh, they are um, maybe pushing some kids. Personally, like, I kind of think everybody should hit the portal if your coaching staff is completely yeah. turning over and just at least put yourself in there to be contacted. I mean, I would say in UVA's case, like, there's a really strong likelihood that like, at least half those kids aren't going to be transferring. I mean, they just maybe want to hit the portal and, and, and check some stuff out. I saw a couple guys already pull themselves out, so that's good i suppose um also you know the portal works both ways so right. um there could be an opportunity to play some acc football like pretty immediately um for for a new staff and decent location and everything else so uh i don't know the portal is very interesting this year uh in general lots of quarterbacks in the portal yeah well and i think it was bud elliott that i've definitely made seen make this point but 
he has been big on the kind of uh, perspective that a lot of these kids this year and last year, like this year especially, like freshmen who are transferring, they committed to these schools, a lot of them sight unseen, and just like based on Zoom recruiting visits sure. yeah. because of pandemic and, and all the things. So like it it shouldn't be a surprise that the experience they have in person is different than what they were sold over a video conferencing software. So sure. um, if, you know, I don't know that the trend continues and the portal continues to grow year after year. Maybe it does. Who knows? But like, mm -hmm. there's there's absolutely some legitimacy to why freshmen, especially this year, are are moving at record pace. So sure, yeah, yeah. I, and I, I don't think everything is just because these kids are selfish young kids <laughs> that just don't know nothing. Like that is a lazy take in my mind. But mm -hmm. um, all right, well, go who's will. When is the bowl game? Midweek this uh, week. The twenty ninth. Okay, so it's after Christmas. Got it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, all right. We we could check in on Florida real quick. They have hired uh, Billy Napier in his press conference. Promised to hire an army of people, and so far he is making good on that. Yes. Um, lots the of people. Troops are rolling in. The troops are rolling in. The the titles. I saw a, a gentleman was hired as the director of recruiting innovation, um, which is pretty awesome. It's an uh, awesome way to say bag man. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I think he might be the guy who makes the fire edits. Actually, I think that might be what he. Okay. What he does. That's usually uh, what it. That's he made that that like five minute long tribute video that Louisiana put out for for Napier. Like he was the guy who made that video. So. Oh, so he's the hype man. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Love it. So, keep the edits rolling. Um, yeah, I think the, the the most notable hires so far have been uh, Corey Raymond. Uh, I, I'm quite a heist from LSU. He yeah. was their recruiting director. He went to LSU. He has been on staff at LSU for 10 years. He has recruited a whole host of five-star DBs and wide receivers to LSU. Um, he has joined Florida as their defensive, like an assistant. He's got a ridiculous title too. It's like special defensive assistant and defensive backs coach or something like that. But anyhow, he's DBs coach. Uh, by all accounts, a great coach and like uh, an off the charts recruiter. So, and they awesome. landed a five star safety on signing yeah. day. Landed a five star safety on signing day and a four star corner that was down to them in um, Notre Dame, uh, and got that done. And yeah, so let's we'll get a little DBU conversation going again one of these days. <laughs> that, that's always one of my favorite things to talk about, as you know. So well, I think didn't Spencer tweet didn't Mullen only pull like four five stars across his entire tenure. I think yeah, so. if, if that, yeah. Yeah, I think Gervon Dexter, the defensive tackle, and like, I, think God, he, I, think I don't know who else. I think he something to the effect of only three more and he'll have matched Mullins or something like that. I forget whatever. Right, so, right. right. I saw Florida got some crystal balls for a corner that's uncommitted right now, too. That's a five-star kid. So, uh, anyhow, we'll see how it goes. That's good things. And then I saw Florida hired away from Georgia uh, the – what are they calling her? The athletic assistant athletic director in charge of recruiting operations or something like that. Um, I mean, she is, she's good. Her name is like Katie or something. She's just like a, a pretty generic, like, uh, definitely like has the, I went to Alabama look. Yeah. Yeah. So I think she and Napier worked together at Alabama. She like worked Jordan, like you did like undergraduate, uh, for the football program in Alabama. Yep. And I guess they've stayed in touch, but it was, she apparently is like very plugged in making 
stirring the pot at Georgia, directing a lot of the connections. Yeah, and Katie Turner, who, assistant yes. AD of recruiting strategy. Yes, yes. Yeah, so, I, I, again, I don't want to sum someone's job up into, uh, like, she she texts the guys and their families and stuff, but if you would look on her Twitter timeline after the news came out, it was, like, nonstop Georgia players, like, tweeting, like, their general dismay and disappointment uh, about her leaving and stuff. So, I don't know. I mean, she seems she seems like uh, she's good at her job, whatever that is. So, I mean, I'm, I'm here I'm here to improve the depth chart. So. Yeah, well, I, like, I took a quick look at <laughs> and her. And I'm also here to take shots at Georgia's operation, too. Yeah, I took a quick look at her bio, kids. and she, I think her stops were, like, Alabama, Georgia, and now Florida. So, she's, yes. like. Yeah, she's she's making work. She, she might have worked at Louisiana for a year, uh, like like, two years ago. She might have okay. been on Napier's staff there too. So, uh, anyhow, it seems like he makes connections with people, and they, you know, want to work for him. So, shout out. I guess these, these are these are all good things. Um, yeah, yeah. So that's been that's been interesting. They've I think they hired an offensive line coach. Famously, Billy Napier is planning to have two offensive line coaches. Uh, that's part of his um, master plan for on-field coaching. Uh, so I think there's a gentleman who coaches in the NFL that's widely speculated to be the other offensive line coach. His last name is Sale. Uh, something hmm. sale, uh, who probably will be the other one. So, yeah, things are moving along. Recruiting, Florida's got a small class right now, so it's lowly, I guess, ranked still. But uh, the star level, the blue chip ratio is high on, in the class, which is really, really what you like to see. Oh, yeah. Love quality points. Uh, Emory Jones hit the portal as well. That's right. This, this week. So that's uh, – um, he'd look good in purple and gold, Jason. He would, yeah. I'm got, I got no problem with it. Fleet, fleet of foot, yep. cannon, laser rocket arm. Yeah, we could. Uh, we got a couple deep threats that I think he would enjoy throwing to. Yeah. So, um, but yeah. Uh, I, otherwise, in the coaching world, I saw Florida State's offensive line, offensive coordinator, Kenny Dillingham, did end up joining. Like it was announced on National Signing Day, which is kind of a rough. Potentially a rough look for Florida State. Yeah. Uh, Florida State did fine with their class overall. They were involved in uh, one of the biggest stories of the day, though, number one recruit or number two recruit in the country, depending on how you're trying to tell the story. Uh, Travis Hunter spurned them in favor of Jackson State. Uh, Twitter was raging regarding this incident. There was a lot of Barstool Sports uh, is paying players. Allegations. Like a lot allegations. allegations Levy to and fro. I'm sure there was some NIL stuff going on there. Um, but Deion Sanders is the coach of Jackson State. Can't say that he probably doesn't have a little bit of sway. Who knows what's going on there? I also don't want to speculate as to uh, uh, a a black young man's like reasons to want to go to a historically black college, too. Uh, yeah. You know, so I think that matters to people, and it's a, and that's allowed to be something they want to do, right? So Frankly, we don't need to hear reasons from anybody. So... This is yeah. true. Well, it's I like mean, he, yeah. he's a, <laughs> a, he's a defensive a story, back, but... and he gets to be coached by potentially the greatest defensive back Bingo. to ever play yeah. the game. Pretty, pretty straightforward. Also, I want to shout out Jimbo, who had by far the best reaction to all this. Uh, I think he was on Feinbaum. I think, yeah, yes. I think he said it all. And Feinbaum. Feinbaum was like, can you believe this? Like all these rumors about he's getting paid to go to Jackson State, and Jimbo Fisher burst out laughing and was like, yeah. People have been doing that for like 30 years, man. They just weren't talking about it. <laughs> they, he had some great weight of saying they weren't talking right. about it. And it was a very Jimbo expression. And I both forget and uh, couldn't do it justice if I remembered. So, Yeah. So uh, anyhow, big, big, I guess, news there. Certainly a hit to the class of Florida State. Um, 
the young man proceeded to go and just absolutely ball out in the state championship game, I believe. That Those highlights of that game yo, were nuts. Yo, <laughs> yeah, my, my man is hooping. And, well, every yeah, definition and then of they the lost on a nuts play at yeah, the buzzer, too. I didn't okay. see that. I didn't see that, but... Um, yeah, I did so. see. I did see he him appear to double jump to get a to catch a pass. Yeah, he was playing receiver, I believe, in that yeah. in that situation. And did like the the incredible jumpers, like where it gives the illusion of they like kind of elevate like Mario. Yeah, yeah. Again. Much like when I was a rebounding machine in middle school. Yeah, basketball. same idea. For those of you that saw Jordan Shank rebound <laughs> at the tenth grade, make sure that accepts the best five foot seven power forward. When I was throwing that. Circle, <laughs> boxing, boxing fools from Wilbur Pence out on the block. Uh, that's great, but um, yeah. So that was a big story. Florida State ended up with, I think their class is like number thirteen right now. They did a pretty good job. Uh, Miami and Florida lagging behind, um, but I think still some irons in the fire, so to speak. Uh, upcoming. Oh, I have a question for you guys about National Signing Day and just the schedule in general. Do you think that like maybe we need to move move this back <laughs> i think we should because, just do away with the early like i i understand early just go back to like how it was like if if you if you commit early and enroll early then good for you you're you're in the class but otherwise let's just have one national signing day in february again i mean that yeah no it it was one of those things i, I believe it's on the docket to change and move back to at least january um I think that like it's actually on the NCAA's docket, but I think it was one of those things that like had half decent intentions, but has yes, I would agree had, with that. Had very very, the side effects have not been good, and so I I think it's it's actually on the agenda to look at changing. Gotcha. It just seems to me like this is trickled. Like I think it influences coaching changes being made earlier and earlier. Like everything seems to be affected by early signing day being. The second week of, I mean, bowl season hasn't even really kicked off yet in earnest, and yeah. this is happening, and there's a lot of coaching decisions that are hinging on it. And to me, I, I guess, I, I guess, I don't really see what the harm is if if someone's going to commit and enroll at your school early. The like the only that's the only reason I could see why this is a good thing is if kids are going to enroll early, you want them to be part of the class and like what like have the moment, but just enroll early, man. Announce like it's a big deal with these kids announce like so. That's all. I just wanted to see if you guys had any. Yeah, no, it's not good. It's not ideal. Um, all right. What's next, boys? You guys catch any bowl games? Uh, bits and pieces. I, I never really, I haven't really sat down and, and taken one in, in a, in a healthy chunk. Yeah. I was knocking around the house on Saturday and uh, I saw a good amount of this Boca Raton bowl. Um, I actually, at, at various times, I've thought about going to this game again. I have been to it once before, but uh, it started it kicked off at like ten thirty in the morning or like eleven a.m. I mean, it was like end of the first quarter at like noon, which was really weird. Um, but uh, Western Kentucky, App State, it was fun. Um, Bailey Zappi and that Western Kentucky situation that they got going on there is like electric, absolutely electric. He threw his sixty whatever. His 59th, 60th, 61st, 62nd touchdowns of the year um, to break Joe Burrow's record. But did you see, like, how that whole situation came about at Western Kentucky? I don't think so. So, Bailey Zappi and I believe at least two of the receivers and maybe a running back and an offensive lineman or something and the offensive coordinator all were at Houston Baptist last year. 
and they all oh that's and, right They're yeah like the western kentucky package. like hired the oc and and they brought they basically imported the offense from houston baptist to western kentucky and just proceeded to continue to ball outrageous it's like, like plugging a memory card into your video yeah. game console yeah like, i have this roster now I don't know that I I don't know that I think that that's a good thing. I think that it's an interesting thing if that makes sense. Like I don't know that I would say like this is such a great story just like cuz ostensibly there are people at Western Kentucky that probably just like got a little bit bamboozled by having you know yeah, everybody and, like, just Houston Baptist has got to be watching this happen like what the hell man like, <laughs> yeah exactly but yeah really interesting and uh i mean yeah the dude threw for like almost i think he threw for like 6000 yards this year and 62 touchdowns in 13 or 14 games uh good year good year for young young Bailey Zappi broke the he broke the all-time single season passing mark right yeah and touchdowns held, held by Timmy Chang B.J. Simmons, Texas Tech uh, University. Same idea. Same idea. A contemporary of Timmy Chang. Correct. Evolved <laughs> um, Timmy Chang. Pra- practitioners of the same art, for sure. The Louisiana Marshall game seemed to get a little spicy. There, there was like I saw like an extremely egregious targeting penalty on oh, come across yeah. the Twitter timeline in that game that did not seem to uh, sit well with the Marshall sideline, which I get. You know, let, let's throw some hands here. Um, Otherwise, uh, also, BYU uh, lost to UAB. Yeah, so the UAB results uh, reminded me that Bill Clark is still at UAB, and like he was a hot coaching prospect name, I think last year, and for whatever reason, like did not get any buzz for any jobs this year. Wasn't he the coach for UAB on either side of that cancellation? I don't know Maybe. about pre-cancellation. Yeah, he he I might think, have yeah, okay. There. So he he was the head coach in 2014, and then I think they got tanked for 15 and 16, and then came back with a vengeance. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he just doesn't really want to coach anywhere else. He just loves Birmingham. That's you know? also. Doesn't he, isn't he like a really, He's a huge good old boy accent, doesn't he? Oh, he's got to. I think I, I think I remember like a, coaching at I, think I remember a video. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, we can run down the rest of these games here, but the. The Cure Bowl, Coastal Carolina took down Northern Illinois. That was kind of fun. That got a little sideways. I am always just aghast at the number of elite mullets on the sideline at Coastal Carolina. Like, that is definitely their thing. But they have some, like, full-on, like, Braveheart mullets going on on some of these Quinn Ewers would have been such a good fit on that sideline. Yeah, I don't have have the, the, like, lusciousness that some of these. Some of these guys is, like, extremely long and curly, you know? It's a good look. Bahamas Bowl, Middle Tennessee beat Toledo. Uh, Celebration Bowl, our guys Jackson State lost. Um, they they took it pretty good. I was saying, they, get, they got bodied up a bit. Yeah, 31-10. Um, New Mexico Bowl, Fresno State beat UTEP. We, we talked to BYU lost to UAB. The Lending Tree Bowl, Liberty 56, Eastern Michigan 20. Liberty really poured it on. I watched a, a little bit of this. Um, it looked like fun Liberty was, was back. Um, yeah, they they definitely had the Jimmys and the Joes in this game com- relative to, to Eastern Michigan. Right. And uh, I think the last one was the, the – G- oh, sorry, the Jimmy Kimmel L.A. Bowl uh, pre- presented by Stifle. Do we know what that is? Stifle? It's a financial company of some sort, I believe. That makes um, sense. 24-13, not for me. That's not this, the scoreline This broadcast me, apparently featured like a puking mascot I saw on Twitter. Yeah, there's a lot going on. Laura, to be- Laura Rutledge had her hands full, it looked like. 
with there was like a lot of bits going on. I think Jimmy Jimmy Kimmel must have had his 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 fingers his on the grubby little paws. <laughs> He's getting his Geppetto on, if you know what I'm, if you know what I'm saying. Sure. Uh, and then the RNL carriers, New Orleans, Paul Louisiana took down Marshall. So, shouts to uh, bowl season so far. Looking ahead to this week. Anything jumping out of you guys? You guys getting hyphy for Kent State, Wyoming in the Idaho Potato Bowl? I mean, we have games every day. That is true. That is a good thing, including so, like 3.30 p.m. games. Oh, we got Florida UCF on Thursday. We do. We've got... Uh, I think, uh, one of the first sold-out bowl games ever. Our our, our guy, our guy, uh, um, running backs coach, whose name I'm forgetting, is going to lead the Gators to battle here. So... Half the team in the portal. <laughs> so the, sure. uh, the program Bobby Wilder built plays Monday, tomorrow. Um, they play Tulsa in Conway, South Carolina. Ah, a.k.a. Myrtle Beach. That's Coastal Carolinas, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, all right, well, the games will pick up a little bit here, but, I, you know, like, I, I like a good – I like to just check in. It's fun to have bowl games on and around. It harkens back to simpler times. When you would be off school and you could oh just like gosh. mow through, just mow through bowl games at a, just an absurd pace, uh, but those days are those days are gone. Yeah, RIP. <laughs> All right, RIP to those days. All right, trying to think if there's anything else. Oh, Bo Nix is committed to go to Oregon. That's exciting. That's right. Spencer uh, Spencer Rattler is is a sh- Coach Shane believer. This is true. And I saw um, Dylan. Dylan Gabriel. Gabriel uh, committed to go somewhere. It's, it's UCLA. Really, UCLA. It seems a little odd. I figured he would be a shoe in to go to Ole Miss, but I guess Levy left to go to Oklahoma. So, yeah. Interesting um, to see who Ole Miss picks up. You would think they would pick up someone unless they have uh, a guy waiting in the wings. I, I feel like they're going to try to do like the patch it together and really try to put a pitch for Arch Manning, but we'll see. Well, he's coming. He's coming to UVA. Hope you. I'm guys excited. Are I'm ready. excited for Arch Arch Manning to end up at. Uh, he and Tony Elliott have a great relationship. Allegedly. Hand the ball off. He can come in on gadget plays and hand the ball off three times and then transfer after his first year. A proud Georgia five-star quarterback tradition. <clears throat> um. All right. I mean, I don't know. We got. We got anything else? What else? What else is shaking, boys? Any home improvement projects coming up? God knows that ship don't stop over here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Tell us about your ceiling fan, Logan. Oh, yeah. We oh, got to talk. Oh, we got to talk blade length. I haven't put it in yet, but it is 72 inches in diameter. Okay. It's a six-foot six diameter. Um, I like a little bit more wingspan on my perimeter defenders, but but that's okay. That's a pretty big fan. Yeah. Your, t- your typical Especially fan for your, is your, like, like your living room. It'll be yes, very Yeah, big. yeah. Yeah. I think your your typical fan is like fifty two inches in diameter, so we're at an extra twenty inches total. So okay, yeah, so, that checks out. Yeah, so <laughs> we'll we'll see we'll see how it goes. Um, I have not put it in yet. I'm a little. I recall being like somewhat traumatized when I did the initial ceiling fan install. Namely because to install a ceiling fan in a vaulted ceiling, you have to like stand on the very tip top of the ladder. And then you know, extend your hand in the middle of the room with nothing to brace off of, and then hold the ceiling fan and extend it away from your body so that the blades don't touch you. And then you have to like lap it in, and then you have to figure out how to wire it all in, shove it all in there. So, 
you know, I'm, I'm, we have acquired the fan, but I think I'm going to need to acquire some, I'm going to need to acquire a, a dude, a dude friend, uh, to help me out there. But, um, yeah, yeah. You know, we're doing that. Uh, we, we did host a, a Christmas, the, the annual white house family Christmas party last week. So that was always a good time. Um, which just led to a slew of productivity on Saturday pre-party. I put a new front door on the house. I put a new, you know, just did all kinds of, uh, all kinds of, uh, whatever you call it, baseboards that happened. Yeah. Smoked 16 turkey legs, cut the grass. I mean, we were really, we were really getting after it, really getting after it. Nothing like being dog tired for the start of the party. Yeah. All right. It's party time. <laughs> I am gassed. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I pounded a Celsius like an adult and uh, got to raging, turned, turned right. the jams on. That's not a free ad. That's just what he did. It's a reason. Yeah, that's right. I just love I just love caffeine. I just love caffeine. I live a caffeine based lifestyle. Uh I I had a minor car project before our round yesterday. I replaced the fuel door on my wow. outback. Sounds- um so apparently what seems to have happened is at some point somebody tried to crack the fuel door off of my car and siphon gas out of my tank wow um, because that thing was bent to hell for a while um and i kind of like mangled it around to where like it's it's not just the one where you you push it and it spring releases you got to get in the car pull the pull the latch release and then the door becomes accessible um so they had obviously gotten in there with like a screwdriver and just tried to wrench it out and it and it bent things weirdly. Um, so Jeez. I just went ahead and, and ordered a new one. Um, so we've got a little two-tone look because uh, I'm not going to get it <laughs> painted to match my, my 13-year-old car. Uh, I think that's a little excessive, but it blends in pretty well. The, the Not raw, but like the, the base kind of gray or charcoal or whatever this it is. is this is physically the like the thing that you unclip that opens up yeah so it is on the, the like, okay it so it's looks like, like a body right and it's covering the gas cap wow yeah so I feel and like, I, I feel like I, somebody siphoning my gas was something that like somebody put the fear of god in my head like very early in my life and i thought it would just happen all the time yeah well but, this is Joe Biden's America, Jason. Yeah. You know, yeah. What I was so here. curious this to like socialist gas passing around. When did this happen? <laughs> because if I, if I could have pinpointed it, like it might have shown up on my dash cam that I have, because it like it will record when there's motion around, even if I'm not driving. But uh, was other man just army crawled over to your to your door and bent it open, attempted yeah. to bend it open, only to be yeah. disappointed that there was only. Four and a half gallons of 87 octane in there. Mm. Yeah, honestly, like I, the only, like, cause there, there had been no reports in the, the apartment complex of like, hey, you guys need to watch out for the gas thieves uh, this time of year or anything <laughs> like that. So I don't think anyone else was reporting it. The um, gas thief, Harrisonburg's worst. One, thing. one suspicion I, I did have is that when we, like, when we came down, Logan to visit you in May and we had our my car in the garage at Dulles like that that feels like a potential place for somebody to just like yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of cars 
here. I can see it, but there's also like a lot of like I feel like there's probably a hundred cameras in that place. It'd be a weird place in to try the parking that. garage. I, I don't know. Yeah, like, I feel like you'd have to drive in there to, or you'd have to get in there and then like get the gas and then leave. Yeah. Like, you'd probably have to take a ticket. Unless <laughs> you get dropped off. Pay your five dollars to see this. This feels like a fuel gas. Yeah, this feels like a a Nick Cage type budget movie, like Gas Heist, that uh, Brian C. Grubb would definitely would definitely consume and enjoy. Yeah, this is a produced by Danger Guerrero piece. Yeah, this is uh, this is a niche joke for like seven people. I was gonna say the the Venn diagram of wheel route, and I'm not sure Logan knows who we're talking about. You're losing me. You lost me for sure. This Venn diagram is very skinny in the middle. Right. Shouts out oh. to Brian Grubb. Yeah, the goat. Yeah. Who is he? You don't follow. I'm surprised you don't follow him on Twitter. Oh, uh, you. I well, not a, not as much TV in Logan's life. Yeah, but it's but, just like kind of stupid humor yeah. and and good use of like he's, Pierce Brosnan absurdity in television. He was he's um he was up rocks. I guess he still is. He writes for writes for up rocks on TV. He used to go by Danger Guerrero, and then like, oh, I've seen Danger Guerrero before. Okay, so that that's Brian. He, I don't know, okay. came out of the closet is the very wrong term for that, but revealed his name like a couple years ago. Yes, he revealed himself to all. Exposed himself. Yeah, that's all. Awesome. That's what I'm saying. I bounced between like three <laughs> right. terrible phrases for that. <laughs> Self doxing. I don't know if that's he right. He introduced himself. Self dox via legal name. Yeah, got it. Um. Well, that was like that was like when Ryan Ryan Nanny self doxed. Yeah, that was a big that was a big moment on the Twitter's. Yeah. You know? Celebrity hot tub became a person. Has uh has Bobby Big Wheel done that yet? He has, yes. Uh, I think he isn't his name Robert Wheel. Am I out of my mind? Yeah, I think yeah. he has. I think he's Robert Wheel. Okay. He's written uh, es- he's Esquire. Written for, he's written with a uh, friend of the podcast Jeff Skelly before. Oh. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Friend of the podcast and unfortunate doppelganger. <laughs> oh, I. Uh, we're gonna circle back to a story on that after we end the podcast because nobody okay. wants to hear this. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, are we done here? What do you yeah, it's like this. All right, done. so we real quick, Jordan, just to bring us up to date, we're gonna we'll try to be back with some bowl game picks, uh, and then New Year's six um, picks. Yeah, New Year's six picks that includes uh, playoff uh, playoff games. Yes. Yes. Because those are on New Year's Eve this year. So yes, shouts out to your New Year's Eve plans. Sorry about it. Yeah, three thirty and eight, I believe. Oh, love that! Love that built-in excuse to just park it, get some cheese dip going. Mm. Mm. Can't wait! All right, well, thanks for joining us. It's the Wheel Route Podcast. We're at the Wheel Route Wheel Route Podcast at gmail.com is the email address. Thewheelroute.com is the website. Uh, you know, RIP to our picks for this year, but uh, we'll get them. We'll get them next year. Looking forward to it. We love you guys. Go Gators. Go Hoos. Always go Dukes.